Hello, this is Megan Liebman, and today we'll be mapping slow medicine on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. This is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons on the clinical relevance of the functional nutrition matrix, the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition. The matrix is so important not only because it invites us to stop and assess, but also because it reminds us of three very important factors in our care, our recommendations, and our outcomes. Everything is connected, we are all unique, and all things matter. Be sure to head over to this episode's show notes at 15minutematrix.com if you'd like to see today's topic mapped on a downloadable matrix to remind you of these critical aspects of care. Today on the 15 Minute Matrix, I'll be speaking with my dear friend, Megan Liebman. Megan, certified functional nutritionist and lifestyle practitioner, master's in human nutrition and functional medicine, and certified holistic health counselor, works as a guide to help each person cultivate their physiological and spiritual nourishment through her work with botanical medicine, functional nutrition, food, supplemental therapies, and lifestyle modifications. She creates a bridge from the place at which you enter the process of nutritional support to the place of nourishment and revitalization. Megan is also the owner and co-founder of the Slow Medicine Collective, where she partners with Christina Tidwell to deliver you the care that matters most. Megan, welcome back to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm so excited to speak with you, as always. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I've missed you, and I'm very honored to be back with you and sharing this space with you. It's one of my favorites. Yay! I love it. And I always am so excited to see the evolution of your work. And today we're talking about slow medicine. And I'm wondering if you can start us out by defining what slow medicine is to you? So to me, slow medicine involves the art and practice of creating an environment for healing to occur. So often I feel like I receive clients in my practice who've done all the things, right? They've seen many practitioners. They've taken thousands upon thousands of dollars of supplements. They've spent thousands of dollars on testing and they're still not seeing the results. I feel the missing piece that people are coming in with is that their environment isn't set up for the healing to occur. And that's the really, really hard work. There's a lot of work that goes involved, but we have to slow down in order to do that work. And The other way that I'm thinking about slow medicine is through the lens of environmental remediation. So by definition, environmental remediation is the removal of contaminants from the environment or from the soil. So 
within the lens from a practitioner, what we're doing is we are helping our people remediate their environment so that they can reclaim or even rediscover their body and move their body into a state of homeostasis. I love this, Megan, and it dovetails so beautifully with the work I'm doing and the book I'm writing and comes from a different lens, which like I said, it just, it dovetails so nicely. And what I hear you saying is that the environments that we're living in are kind of like chronic triggers for the signs, symptoms, diagnoses, but we're not addressing that trigger. No, I don't feel like we are addressing those triggers. And we culturally live in a time where everything is sped up. We want the answer right away. We can go on Google and we can figure out what the next step is really, really quickly. But I mean, you've helped me through this a lot, Andrea, even through my own health challenges where you're like, no, yeah, you received this diagnosis, but let's back it up. Let's slow it down. And let's actually look at the steps that we can take so that you can remediate and make the changes that need to happen. It's not going to come from one more test. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's the slow it down to speed it up. And I think in healthcare, we've lost touch with science and the scientific method where we actually have to understand the controls and nobody's thinking about all the controls in favor of the fix. So I want to dive into this term remediation a little bit because I think you're using it in a unique way, Megan. And typically, I mean, right now, it feels like one of the zeitgeists in health is mold, right? Like it's mold, it's parasites, it's this, it's that, right? Like we get this, like, it's got to be. And remediation can often be used in relation to the intensive clearing out without looking at the full environment in which I'm going to say the mold might actually be a problem. And so how do you think of that word remediation through the lens that you're talking about versus how I think it's used in the current health climate? So... I'm looking at and working with the word remediation through what I believe is the profound art of asking questions and asking the hard questions. So even if we were to take a trip around the matrix, right, how was the act of taking care of yourself modeled to you? Have you taken the time to know your family history? Have you ever interviewed your mom or your dad? Or for me, it was my aunt on my dad's side of the family. Getting that information, I feel, allows us to do a deeper remediation. I mean, functional medicine is always all about the root. We want to get to the root but there's no way to shift the terrain 
in which that root exists unless we remediate and look at all the possible toxins. And, you know, mold is, I, I, I don't mean this, I'm sure I'm probably going to get some flack, but this is why people love me, right? Mold is like the sexy thing to look at right now. It's the big thing to look at. Histamine intolerance is the big thing. And I'm not saying those things aren't real. They are so very, very real. But I'm also not seeing a lot of improvement. It's temporary. But I do believe it's because only one part of the environment has been remediated, removed, and looked at. And there's so many other contributing factors that enable that environment to be what it is, right? Yeah. When we do this work, and I'm doing it with the case study group now, like when we do this work of slowing down and trying to truly back it up, it's work for the patient and it's a mindset shift for them. But it's also a huge mindset shift for us as practitioners because we think our value is in fixing and people are looking for that fix. So there's this duality between how we slow it down and come into that parasympathetic dominant space while supporting others to slow it down. Can you talk a little bit more about that process for you as a practitioner? Well, when I first, I will say, came home to the Slow Medicine Collective, it was through a reading I had done with my very beloved friend, Vanessa. And one of the things that was presented to me was that you have to practice the medicine in which you are offering. So Christina Tidwell, she's my business partner. She's my co-founder in the Slow Medicine Collective. It is a value of ours that that which we have to offer is that which we ourselves are also practicing. And that is the lane we stay in. And it is ripe with integrity. We know exactly what, why, how, when. (laughs) (laughs) We know the questions to ask. And we know how to help people come into their bodies so that they're able to receive the information we're giving them, but also receive the information that their body is telling them. So how do we? When you say we know how, is it's because you're practicing? We're practicing it on ourselves. So I'm understanding why eating a seed mixture every day to clean my digestive system. I'm making myself tea And I take the time to know thy tea, (laughs) the why I am drinking nettles or the why I am making a fresh herbal water where there's cucumbers and cilantro and mint. 
and it's hot here in the Pacific Northwest. But I know what those herbs are doing for my body, not at a like deep, I need to take a botanical medicine course, but oh, I know that the cucumber is helping to hydrate me. I know that the cilantro is gently helping my liver today. I know that the mint is helping to create a more tonified system. Like I'm working with food and medicine from a place of deep intention. And that is what I want so badly for all of my people, (laughs) my loved ones, my clients, my students. So what does it do for us? Talk a little bit about the benefits physiologically to the slowdown, because I know we don't want it to be prescriptive because this is a self-led journey of understanding in relation to every individual's environment. So how do we come into those benefits of that offering? So to me, it's building a relationship. Like if we were to look on the matrix, if we were to look at the gastrointestinal section, to me, it's building a relationship with the act of feeding yourself. If we look at structural integrity, it's slowing down so that you can find the ways that enable you to enter your body, right? So for Christina, it's dance. For me, it is not dance. (laughs) For me, it's running. If we look at the mind, spirit, emotions, it's getting to know what helps you enter that parasympathetic place. It can be hard. It's a practice of discovery, but it's slowing down so that you can be in that state of discovery. Because I know for me, when I'm highly triggered and I'm not feeling well, or I've received some kind of note or, you know, doctor's note that says news, we'll call it. We'll call it news. (laughs) I immediately speed up. Do you? (laughs) (laughs) But I also at this point know who to call that's going to help me go into witness mode, right? I know to call you. I know to call Christina. I know to call Vanessa because you all know me well enough that you can help lead me out of the highly triggered state and into a place where I can witness and make a decision from the stance of witness as opposed to making a decision from the place of triggered fear. Yeah. Yeah. And as a mama, you know, that same theory applies, like how we witness what's going on in our children or others we love without the panic. I mean, there are appropriate moments for panic, but we bring panic to moments that are not appropriate for panic as well. Totally. And I mean, I think most simply, what needs to happen within the environment for the you know, recommendations to actually take root. So even if we're talking about a recommendation for the GI system or a recommendation for sleep, instead of just thinking, okay, here, we need to go to bed closer to 10, we as practitioners actually 
need to come up with the questions. What are our power questions that are going to help us understand what's in the environment of the individual instead of just having the right answer of, oh, oh, you need this adaptogen and you just need to go to bed at 10. Oftentimes that's what the patient wants to hear, but that's not in their best interest. I'm having so much fun with my case study groups because they'll ask me a question and they're like, but you're not going to give us the answer, are you? I'm like, nope, (laughs) because I can't, right? I'm not their practitioner. And so being able to present them back with the questions they ask themselves and as practitioners, it's not just about coaching where we're allowing it to come from within, we get to educate so that they can ask the right questions. Do I have that right with your thinking? Yes, 100%. So Megan, in sharing this way of working through slow medicine and really embracing this as a practitioner, what am I not asking you that you really just have a passion for speaking into that supports the outcomes of a slow medicine perspective? I think the only thing is around community and the power of community. The more that we can come together in a group setting to support each other, to actually really slow down, that community can help us disentangle from all the systems that are built around us to really, really speed up. So in that same way where I was talking about how I know who to call when I'm triggered, community is a really important piece of working with slow medicine and coming together and ensuring that you have a place to land that can give you that space between the stimulus and response. Yeah, beautiful. Makes so much sense. And not being so isolated in our hardcore pursuits. It's like we're all running individual marathons. And what you're inviting us to consider is how we come collectively into a whole new paradigm of thinking of health. Exactly. There's a Viktor Frankl quote that is really kind of at the heart of the Slow Medicine Collective. And that quote is, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And I feel that Slow Medicine is dedicated to creating that space between stimulus and response. Beautiful. Megan, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your newest endeavors with us. Thanks for having me, Andrea. The 15-Minute Matrix is hosted and produced by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. The podcast is edited and mixed by Brian Paik of Pacific Audio, and special thanks to Natalie Merrill, Alia Hale, 
Pamela Geismar and Rowan Bradley for their support in making the 15-Minute Matrix possible. You can find episodes on all kinds of topics with more incredible guests at our podcast website, 15minutematrix.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to see the completed functional nutrition matrix that accompanies today's or any episode, be sure to head over to the podcast website. Again, that's 15minutematrix.com. We love when you share our episodes with your friends and colleagues, leave a review and rate the show. That helps us to grow our collective message that functional nutrition is the future of healthcare. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Functional Nutrition Alliance, and you can follow me at Andrea Nakayama. And if you or someone you know is interested in becoming a functional nutrition counselor, head over to fxnutrition.com to learn more about our full body systems program. Full Body Systems is our 10-month immersion course where you'll learn the systems-based approach to addressing the root causes of your clients' issues through client education, diet, and lifestyle modification. Again, you can always learn more at fxnutrition.com.